0: Hello, everybody. This is Alex here at the Enhancing Live podcast, episode number 25. Today, I wanted to pick up where I left off in my novel, Trajectory. I left off on chapter one, Dreamers, page six, where Lannis finds out that her parents have no idea who Lawrence is. And after she's dreamt a crazy dream that doesn't seem to make any sense, um, the more and more she um, goes through her life in the new day that she's woken up to, it seems like she's on a whole other trajectory that's an alternative reality in another sense. So I'm just going to jump right into it, starting now. I had to find Lawrence. He was my soulmate. We had so much love for each other. I couldn't lose him. I had to find someone who specializes in dream interpretation or something like that. So I gave my mom another big hug and drove away. Just driving down the street brought me back so many memories. And then I saw Christina's old house where we grew up. Maybe her family still lived there. I raced to the door up the cracked rock walkway that was surrounded by red roses and tiger lilies. The quote, take time to smell the roses popped into my head for some reason. Didn't think much of it. Maybe it had some deeper meaning to it. Maybe I had to stop and consider what it meant to me personally. Then I rang the doorbell. Christina's mother came to the door Hello, is uh, Christina here? And if not, would you be able to give me her number? I really need to talk to her. It's Alanis. Remember me? Yes. Who could forget, she said sarcastically. Christina used to talk about you a lot until you cheated on her boyfriend with her fiancé. And, well, I don't need to go down that path again. You know what you did, she said, hopelessly. No, I... Then I stopped myself, remembering that something crazy happened. Whenever the hell it happened, I don't know. I slowed down to think. I have something for her that's very valuable and, and things that are very important that I have to tell her. Do you know how... And when I could get a hold of her, I said with tears in my eyes. Her mother looked at me. She studied me for a few seconds. She'll be in town this evening. She said she'll be here around dinner tonight. You could come back then, she said with a touch of compassion. You really hurt her, you know? I haven't seen her this way since her father and I got a divorce. I'm really sorry, and, and thank you, I said in as a sincere a tone as I could. Since I was already in my neighborhood, I thought I'd see if Summer's parents were still living in the same house. I parked my car and decided to look through my cell phone contact list. There was a whole bunch of names I never heard of. Then I saw Andres. My first thought was, ugh, why would I have that asshole in my contact list? And then I thought, this is new, screwed up reality. Life. I had, and and I think started from when I kissed him in my dream. I had to find a way to change my life back to how it was before. If I if I could screw it up, then I could unscrew it, up. But how? Then I saw Summer's number. Oh, thank God! And now, then that was it. I was quite. It was quite a diminutive list of friends. And then I realized both Nora and Christina's numbers weren't even in there. It was really weird because they both had the same numbers and I had them in my friends list since I got my first cell phone. But I didn't see them here. I dialed Summer's number and took a deep breath. Hello, she said. Hi, Summer, it's Alanis. Hey, she said flatly. Can we meet up to talk? It's it's really important. That's probably not a good idea, she said. It's important. Okay, uh, I am free tomorrow how's 11 a.m sure that's great i i said in a thankful tone is everything all right she asked no not really i don't know what's going on and i still haven't found a logical explanation i'm freaking out here i I, like i don't i don't know Uh, okay well let's let's meet up um and and uh we'll figure out what's wrong we'll We'll talk it over tomorrow, okay at the coffee shop on Broadway, okay I said we'll we'll talk then I gotta go though. my audition is about to start, okay, bye, I said, and that was it. I searched Google for dream interpreters and found one that was really had really good reviews and a convincing website, who was in Manhattan. I called and was able to arrange an appointment with her at 4 p.m. It was still early, so I had plenty of time to get there. When I met with her, I felt this energy radiating from her. It was almost overwhelming, but eventually I got used to it. And I started to feel more comfortable. Hi, I'm Melanis. I just had some questions about a very intense dream I had last night. You have a, any time at the moment? It's 150 for a half hour or 300 for one hour. She said, I'll just do a half hour, I said, and handed her the money. We walked into a dark room with curtains all along the walls. We sat down in chairs facing each other. It was surprisingly comfortable. And then she closed her eyes and started to breathe deeply. You have a gift. She said sagaciously. What, what do you mean? I have a gift. I have a talent? Yes, you have an ability to change things more deliberately, more quickly, more in an, in an engaged way, which then directly changes the way you perceive time. So things begin to change on different trajectories at faster paces. But not only faster paces, but you are focused. That's the key. The meaning of it is your own. I don't understand, I said. Can you say that in other words? I asked. You have an aptitude to create your reality. You get whatever you think about, especially in your dreams, she said. Are you a mind reader? I asked. Sort of, she replied. Are there anyone else with this ability in the world? I asked. Possibly. How can I gain more control of my dreams then? I asked. I don't know. A good idea is to write down everything that you remember about the dream as as soon as you wake up. It's important to remember how your dream felt and what kind of meaning you have attached to it initially. You can change that meaning to anything you want. You get to decide. Then she paused. I just waited there for her to say something, but she didn't say anything. Is that it? I asked. She didn't say anything. You have something special, she said out of nowhere. I almost freaked out because I was just really anxious. All of a sudden. Why do I feel so anxious? I kept talking in my head without even listening to her. Be careful who who you share it with. What do you mean? I asked. Some people may not understand the gift that you have. Only share it with people who are close to you, she said. This is a good time to get refreshed. Is my time up? I asked. Yes. It was nice meeting you. What, sorry, what, what is your name? Skylar. Oh, hi Skyler, my name is Alanis. Nice to meet you, she said. Thank you, I said, and then I left. When I arrived back in my parents' neighborhood, it was 7 p.m., just in time to see Christina. I knocked on the door and she answered. When she opened the door, she was smiling. But as soon as she saw me, the smile disappeared and it was replaced with a serious poker face. What do you want? Do you remember that dream you had when you were eight? and you said it felt so real? And after that dream you felt as if your life changed drastically because of it? Yes, she said mildly. Well, I just recently had a dream like that. But it changed everything. My place where I live, my boyfriend, everything. Everything is different. I don't even apparently not have a boyfriend anymore. He doesn't exist. I don't know what to do. Why are why are you coming to me, she asked. Because Summer's busy tonight, but you're my friend and... I can't do this right now, she said, inter- interrupting me. I'm just not feeling well. Really not in a good mood. But maybe we can meet another time. When, I asked. Ugh, I don't know, um... She sighed and paused. Did you didn't you say you were meeting with Summer? She asked. Yeah. When when are you meeting with her? Tomorrow morning. I, I answered. I'll swing by tomorrow. She said. That's at the coffee shop on Broadway, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll I'll meet you there. Okay. She said. She seemed slightly irritated. So, I'll see you then, I asked. Yup, she said, and she shut the door. That night I tossed and turned. It took forever for me to fall asleep. And suddenly, I was back at my old school. This time I was in my classroom. It was my grade 9 classroom. I couldn't tell what season or year it was. I think it was either 1997 or 1998. Then I looked up at the chalkboard and it said September 10th, 1998. All the kids in my class were quietly talking while the teacher was writing peacefully at her desk. Hey, Alanis, came a voice from behind me. It was Avalon, a bit of a Ditsy popular girl that I never really talked to in my life. I started to get the feeling that I did talk to her in my alternative reality. She handed me a letter. I really didn't want to read it, but I read it and it happened to say something about Andre. Andre Peterson is having a party this weekend. You should come. He's been staring at you all day. I think he likes you. While I read this, I remembered what the woman had said yesterday. Styler. She said, I had to test it. Whatever kind of thing that was going on in my life, I'd had to create a new meaning to it and see what would happen after that. Because why not? The trajectory of my life wasn't really going Anywhere that I could tell what was actually going on, I I had no idea, so I had to test something and try something out, see what what kind of challenge I was dealing with, see what would happen if I did the opposite of what my alternative lying, cheating self would do. I must have recently made new friends with Avalon, since she was actually talking to me. I still couldn't believe it. it was 1998. It was the 20th century. Most hit music was still good. Nobody had cell phones. Google and social media didn't exist. Except Google, I guess, was brand new. I don't think anyone really knew about it, though. Actually, yeah. And then and then the recess bell rang and sort of woke me up from my nostalgic thoughts. Come on, let's get the hell out of here, Avalon said condescendingly. Everyone was impatiently leaving the class. Already up, heading out the door for recess, like cattle moving through a doorway to go graze on some grass outside, I got up and started to walk towards the door. I felt as if I had forgotten something. I checked my pockets, but nothing was there, except a note which read, Dear Andre, we should hang out more often. You should come by my place tonight. My parents aren't home. X, X, O. Wow. I can't believe I wrote something like that. I could tell because it was my own writing. No way am I giving this to him. Ugh. Maybe this that will be enough to change my future back to how it used to be. Any kind of change is good. Especially when I'm doing something like this in my dream state where it feels so real. This can't be a dream. Hey, come on, What what's that? Avalon asked. Suddenly spotting the note in my hand. Nothing, I said. Ooh, dear Andre, we should... Give me it back. I want I want to give it to him myself, I said. I thought, no, I won't. I can do that. I can do that for you, she said, and ran down the stairs to the door to the schoolyard. I was able to snatch it from her and run away. I found the corner of the school that I used to go to, hide from the teachers. Hey, Alanis. It was Summer. She looked so pretty with her wavy brown dark hair and bright blue eyes. And there beside her was Christina and Nora. They looked so good, so young, so, so beautiful. Hey, what's up? How have you guys been? She asked. Super! Where have you been? We thought you died, Summer said playfully. Did you have enough of Avalon? Haha <laughs> Nora asked, chuckling away. Yes, definitely. Her mom and my mom n- knew each other. Thought I'd give her a chance, but I didn't work it didn't work out. Oh, Summer said, sounding relieved. You look like you were playing tag, but then you suddenly forgot how to play. Haha <laughs> Christina said jokingly. I fe- feel kinda sick she said. Noticing how nauseating she felt from the state she was in. Yeah, I feel kind of sick too. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. Maybe that's part of this whole dream state thing? Dream state thing? Never mind. Yeah, um... Avalon has that same effect on me. <laughs> yeah. Hey, check out this new song I wrote. It's kinda like that new song by uh what's the name? Third Eye Blind. Semi-Charm Life? Christina said keenly. Oh yeah, semi-charmed life, I remember that song. I replied, Yes. She said I read her lyrics It was called Till We Die That's really good I said with a smile I kept thinking This all feels so real How is it even Dream state Hey Allie Nora hollered Taking a closer look at me What are you looking at Summer asked cautiously. You look like you need a pen and a pad of paper, Nora said lightheartedly. How's that new story coming along? Christina asked. Which one? The one you've been working on since the beginning of time, she replied. Oh, the mysterious adventures of Ingrid and Astoria, Summer said animatedly. Oh, it's it's going all right. Uh, I started a new story. What is it about? Christine asked. Before I could answer, I suddenly felt even more sick and really tired. I couldn't even move. And then it evolved into almost a dizziness. But I wasn't really dizzy. It was more like a a head rush. Like when I... Hold my breath Without oxygen For for too long I gotta go to the washroom Alana said She ran into I ran into the washroom So Focus, 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 focus I, I feel like I'm outside of my body I'm like disassociating from myself All I see is The outside experience My My Where am I? I feel like I'm outside of time. Alanis, wake up. Wake up Alanis. Hello? Focus. I couldn't take it anymore and passed out on the bathroom floor. And then I woke in my bed and leaped to flick on the light. Everything was different again. Although it looked a little more clean or at least it smelt more clean and slightly more familiar in some way or another. There was still no Lawrence beside me. Furniture and clothes looked nicer. The painting on the wall looked really nice. Never seen it before, but it was really beautiful. It was a picture of a man at a writing desk in, in the light. In the other half of the picture, it was a very dark with a rounded staircase. I got from it that maybe it was showing two opposites. Maybe like, I don't know. It was perhaps something like um, just trying to find balance in life and seeing how everything is kind of part of the picture, part of the bigger picture and kind of, they all kind of add up together and nothing is really good or bad, it's just that we think it's so we make it that way, perhaps that's kind of the thought that I thought of when I saw it focus I thought I I I did that same thing again I went off off of my usual path that I am trying to Stay on. And that's going back to the regular reality with Lawrence and everything that I'm familiar with. So everything's normal again. That's what I want. Then I opened the door and rushed down to the kitchen to see if that's what the reality I was experiencing. There was a calendar on my phone, but I couldn't access it because my password was still different again so I turned on the TV to look for a news channel with today's date on it there it was June 1st 2021 I'm back then I looked at my arms and body and then I immediately ran to the washroom to look at myself in the mirror it was back I was back to my 37 year old body but I looked a bit more tired I had huge bags under my ass. Must not have been getting enough quality sleep. going to stop it right there. So lots is going on to this, uh, to this place in the novel. Um, this story is definitely, um, starting to take off. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully you're enjoying it, and uh, I will...